What's up, traders? I know you're very excited for today's video, and we're going to get into the funded trader discussion in a second. But before we do that, I got to let you know that Blackshirt Club enrollment is open. Now, if you don't know what the Blackshirt Club is, click the link in the description or go to www.asfx.biz slash BSC. The Blackshirt Club is a 12-week mentorship program. If you join now, you're getting a month for free going into the new year. So make sure you go book a call with me. Let's hop on and see if it'd be a good fit. We would love to have you help us fill up this program. So now that my promo is out of the way, enjoy today's video. You're going to learn a lot, listen in, stay focused, take some notes even, and hopefully this is going to help you guys get funded, stay funded, and make more money. What's up, traders? Welcome to today's Funded Trader Roundtable. I've got Tom and James with me. We're going to talk all about really what you guys need to do to get funded and to stay funded. I think the conversation is kind of be centered more on the getting funded part today. We have some other videos that we've already made for you guys about staying funded. But today, I want to circle on assets. I want to talk about time of day. I want to talk about getting paid out. All of the questions that I know some of you guys have. Because there's a lot of people, believe it or not, boys, that are still not trying to get funded. There's more people now than ever before doing it, but it's still not a lot of traders. Some people are still skeptical. So hopefully we'll crush some skepticism today. But Tom, James, how you feeling, boys? James, you had a couple of good trades this week. It's same thing for you, right, Tom? It's been a good week. Yeah. yeah so, well, oh, sorry, Tom. Um, no, personally, I, um, so I had a loss yesterday on GU. So I, I had three, three entries on them and I oh. split my risk up 1.3% risk, but I ended up losing 1%, so not the full position. But then today I had a loss on GJ, down 0.3% on that. So I was down 1.3 on the week, but then I ended with a nice little win on GU, 0.8% uh, win. So still down on the week, 0.5%, but yeah, still good. Um, no, that's good. And the week's not over. Away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Tom? Yeah, three trades for me this week. Uh, tried shorting EU Tuesday. That one uh, failed and I took the loss, but I got my revenge yesterday and shorted EU again from a little bit higher this time. And then I got EA long yesterday. So, uh, yeah, two out of three this week, 0.75. So, we're, yeah, we're happy considering that we've got some news this week. How about yourself? Good week? I Yeah, good week overall. I am up but left more money on the table yesterday than I've left in a long time. So as much as I am up on my one trade this week, I still feel like I should have made more money. And that's, you know, a, a, a common theme I, I feel like for traders that – last a long time you go through periods i was talking to tyler about it today in the black shirt club like you just will go through periods where you don't ever miss like you're in the zone you're not letting good trades pass you by you're willing to put risk on the market you're not afraid to lose and then you go through periods where like maybe yesterday i acted a little bit like in fear of losing because i'm on this win streak remember i said to you do i want to put the win streak on this right so it's like the fear of loss has to be subdued on a daily basis. Otherwise it creeps in and that fear of loss prevents you from acting, you know, and that holds people back. So, well, I think, you know, most people see through our videos, like the struggles of trading never really go away. I think Tom Canfield said it best, right? They just get smaller. The mistakes get smaller. The losses get smaller, but they don't stop you. It's always there. You know, you have to do your best to keep those bad habits away, you know? Yeah. 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 So let's get into some tips, boys. Let's talk about this funded, uh, trader business. Let's talk about payouts first. James, between the two funded companies that you're working with, FTMO and my Forex funds, which company has a smoother payout process for you right now? It's November 10th with your last payout. 
Uh, definitely FTMO. So I get I take all my payouts in crypto. Um, FTMO yeah. has quite a smooth process. Like as soon as it's my payout day, they send me an email three days before to say, okay, your, your payout day is coming up. Then on the day they say, cool, um, it's your payout day. Please go to the dashboard and, and process it. Within um, literally 45 minutes after processing it, it's into my crypto wallet and from my crypto wallet, it's straight into my bank account. So I'd say within max an hour, it's, it's the money sitting in, in my bank account. And that, yeah, it's it's really smooth and really, really easy to uh, to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know that makes a big difference on like how confident. Yeah, and it makes a difference. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off about just how confident you are to then trade that account, right? Exactly. Yeah, you. Uh, I know I'm going to get my money. I've never once been delayed like at all. Um. So yeah. Yeah, Tom. What about you on the payout process? I know it's just been what you and I are both with my forex funds. Have you had any issues with them at all? I've never had any issues. I think. I think once you understand the process and you get your head around it, the first couple of times I was uh, going, I had to set up a deal account because it's obviously something new and things like that. So there was a little bit right. of teething problems with MFF in the first couple of instances, but other than that, it's not been uh, not been too bad at all. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. What about yeah, your experience? experience? Yeah, I, I had a payout two weeks ago. It came, I think, within a day or two. It's not. I don't know if it's as fast as FTMO right now. I got to be honest because I'm not with FTMO, but. Speed to me isn't the most important thing, honestly. If we're talking about payouts of ten, fifteen, and twenty thousand dollars or more, if it doesn't come for a day or two, that's fine. I just want the money. Like as long as the money comes with me not having to go bother anybody and ask questions about it. As long as I issue the, I click the button, I put the process through, I give them the Bitcoin wallet. I haven't done any deal withdrawals. I've never used that that service. I use crypto to take the withdrawals. So for me, that works out well. Now, what doesn't work out well is when you take a quick crypto withdrawal, you leave your money in Bitcoin and Bitcoin drops 20% in two days. That takes away 20% of your payout, but still yeah. taking those crypto payouts has been nice for me. I know that was like the main reason for me wanting to get funded, you know? Yeah. I wanted to offer, oh, sorry, Tom. So just out of interest, does that bother you guys taking it out in crypto with the potential volatility of that swing, especially for like yeah, MFF? You've got to be on it. Is that you something that on it you that. take into account? Do you ever right. see yourself, at what point do you stop taking it in Bitcoin and start taking it in USD and other forms of payment? Yeah. Well, what do you think, James? Yeah, no, well, from my experience, like with FTMO, like you're getting it within an hour. So it's not really changing like too hectically within an hour. Like not very, sometimes, like sometimes it, it actually increased, other times it, it decreases. So, but within an hour, you're really not getting a big change. Maybe a day, yes, but still, still, I don't think it's like a big issue. Like, obviously, yes, if it's a big high impact news day and then it, it, it tanks. But I mean, you got to take the good because on another day, it could rip 10% and you're getting 10% more. So, um, I don't think it's like too much of an issue. Yes, if you're getting paid out and then like two weeks later you're getting the money, then that's a then that's a, then that's a then that's a different situation. Sure. Um, but sure. I just wanted to ask you, Tom, do, is that the reason why you're taking it out and deal with MFF and not uh, crypto? Yeah. So, being completely open and honest, it's just a, a security thing and not wanting to take that sort of leap into mucking around with crypto wallets and hard wallets, cold wallets. Like, I, yeah, it's. I'm not, I need to probably put a little bit more research into that. Yeah, I that think we need to put you on. Um, I think we need to, because I know what you're saying, because then you're going to be susceptible to them wanting to tax you and all that other shit. But at the end of the day, crypto probably isn't going anywhere. And the payouts, 
like James said, I think it's a pro. Like my whole reason yeah. for getting funded was because I wanted the payouts in crypto. So that way I didn't have to use my own money to buy crypto. I could just use their payouts and have crypto right there. Yeah. And that's why leaving it in there is fine to me. So I've been leaving some of my payouts in Bitcoin for the last year since I've gotten funded with the first account. So it's like, I think you just have to pick your poison, pick your choice. You know, it's really up to the individual. But the big thing to me that separates these two companies beyond their payout ability is the assets that they let you trade. It's not even the challenge, like, cause the challenge difference between those two companies, my Forex funds and FTMO, the challenge difference is not that much. You know what I mean? I think, and especially now with them both offering extensions from what I hear FTMO does now as well, if you can get halfway or whatever, that the 8% versus the 10% shouldn't turn you off. To me, if you want to be trading stocks, you go with FTMO. If you don't care to trade stocks, you can go with my Forex funds and have that lower profit target. Yeah. That's really as simple as it is. Am um, I wrong in understanding that? Yeah, I'll def I would definitely say you uh, I agree with that. Just one thing that I will say that I do favor my Forex funds over FTMO is definitely the, the challenge. Like 8%. So for my Forex, fund, my Forex funds, you have to make 8% and then FTMO, you have to make 10%. They both offer extensions now, but the difference is that my forex funds, if you up, if you up over, they say six percent, but I'm sure if you ask, if you up four percent and you send an email at least halfway, they'll give you another month extension, and that actually is quite. That's why I'm thinking of doing more uh, challenges with them next year, come the new year, because they do. That is quite a turn on for me um, when they give you that. That uh, it's appealing. They give you that extra month extension if you up. Let's say you up four and a half percent, right? You're not going to get an extension with FTMO, but you will get it with MFF, and then you got. Uh, another month to make three and a half percent. And that is quite um, doable, quite a, a bonus. Yeah, very doable. What do you think, Tom? <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to ask James a question there yeah. and yeah. lead on to a, another point in the fact that yeah. you said that you were looking at potentially getting funded again next year and looking at other options. Is there any any other options from funding that you're exploring in terms of scaling up next year? Because I think that's something that's probably on all of our minds next year is yeah. Where are we looking to go to next to increase that and take advantage of the opportunities that are out there? Yeah, so the three firms that are, so I actually put this on my Twitter the other day. So the three firms that I would say right now is FTMO, my Forex funds, and then this other firm called The Funded Trader. They're quite reputable as well. They also got an 8% profit target, but they don't have extensions at the moment. That's the only thing. Um, and then I have heard some other companies such as uh, True Forex funds and E8. And apparently people that I follow on Twitter and they follow me back and we've been in communication, they say they are quite reputable as well. Um, so, yeah, you're getting more companies up, at, up and coming. So I've mentioned five companies. They have a look to your own due, uh, your own due, due diligence. But, um, yeah, those those five. I know we're giving out free promo at all these companies. Even Cameron Foose started a prop firm. Yeah. It's got, they call Hydra Funding. You know, so everybody's getting into it now. I mean, there's so many prop firms. But, you know, I was on the trading battle a couple of weeks ago with Boris and Nick, and we were talking about this and Boris was like, with the amount of options that you have in today's day and age, you should find a firm that aligns perfectly with you. What assets you wanna trade, what times of day you wanna trade, extension, no extension, crypto payouts, non-crypto payouts, all of that. It's, there's too many options for you to not be picky and go do the research and find that one. I know there's another one, Surge Trader. They've reached out to me. The guy who's running that company, one of the guys there, his name is Corey. He hit me up. We have a call next week. They want me to be an affiliate to help push people to them. I'm willing to work with them. I'm considering it. If I take a challenge, get funded, get paid out. I would only ever work with a firm like that if I already had gotten paid out if I know they're legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have no affiliation with my Forex funds, FTMO, and we do videos about them all the time, but that's because I'm not 
afraid to talk about them because we never say anything bad that like is harmful to their business. We share our opinion, our experience, and it's free promotion for them. I don't get paid to talk about them. So if a company like Surge Trader or whoever came to us and said, hey, we'll fund you and all your boys and then just bring more of your students to us, why wouldn't we go consider that? You know what I'm saying? If they would give us special treatment and take care of us, like I just said, let's be picky and go to the firm that will tailor to us the best with extensions, with targets, with assets to trade, with maybe holding over the weekends, right? Stuff like that. These can, there can be better options, you know, and there will be in the future, right? Tom, you were the one that's been saying this more than anybody. You've been saying eventually there's going to be two, three, four, five million dollar funded accounts that you can just take and get right away. You know, the competition is going to make the options very available to us and the barrier to entry very low. That's the beauty of competition in capitalism, right? Yeah, I completely agree that in this space in five years time could be revolutionized and people are going to have access to capital that they could only dream of five years ago and the opportunities are there and this is the start of that i do believe that um so we've got to take advantage yep yeah we do and i i also agree with your point about being picky and trying to find the one that suits you i think we've seen it just this week with one of the uh the black shirt club members in the fact that they have gone and taken a challenge and they didn't realize that there was like a lot size limit or they could only enter certain lot sizes so you do have to do that due diligence and make sure that what you're getting into does suit your trading style and needs yeah that's a great point what are you guys looking for when you like look at these other firms are you seeing anything that stands out to you as being like that is the deal breaker is there anything that like you would never take up like james would you ever take a prop challenge if they didn't let you trade indices would you ever even consider that like what's your deal breakers when it comes to these challenges so <clears throat> that's a good question so one of the deal breakers so i'm mostly trade now lately i've been trading mostly london session and on the currencies and i know most of the prop firms i mean the, the forex market's the biggest financial market right. in the world hands down um so I think most most of the companies offer 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 currencies, but um, one of the deal breakers is crypto payouts. The reason being is because I live in South Africa, and for the the viewers from that are listening from from South Africa. Um, so when I first got paid out from FTMO, and this was about last year April, I would say I got paid out. I had my first payout with with FTMO. And it uh, took two weeks to reach my South African bank account because at that stage they did not offer um, crypto payouts. Uh, and and, and uh, I didn't know that when I first actually signed up with FTMO and I, I got my payout and I was like, dude, where, where the hell is my money? Like, so I was messaging them, they're, they're like, no, they're bank wide. And obviously, you know, I'm stressing at this point because I'm like, shit, well, maybe, might... but I knew they were, were, were legit because I've seen other people get paid up. But then eventually after two weeks, it hit my side. My banker calls me, is this your money? Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but it took two weeks. So for me, being a South African, it can take long like that with international uh, wire payments. So for me, it has to. They have to have crypto pals because I can get my crypto with it. With uh, as you mentioned, with my forex funds a day or FTMO, um, a couple of hours, I'm still getting it very quickly, and then I can transfer it to my my bank account uh, within 15 minutes once it's my crypto wallet. For, so for me, that's my deal breaker. Being a South African, that's, that's huge. Do you have a deal breaker for you, Tom? I think the deal breaker for me is plain and simply just reputation. Yeah. I think um, I am quite open-minded when it comes to looking and exploring these new challenges because I think, like I say, it's competitive. There are going to be firms up that are going to try and beat FTMO. They're going to try and take MFF off the top two spots. So I'm not opposed to that, but it's then just about are they reputable? Are they around for the long run? 
And like you say, you have to wait. Evidence are people getting paid out. So that's the deal breaker for me at the minute on trying to choose a firm. I feel yeah. like, yeah, my, mine is very similar to that. Rep, reputation is everything. That's what kept me out of the game for so long, out of the funded prop game, whatever you want to call it. But now I think it's the assets. Like if you don't offer Bitcoin and in indices, you lost me. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, I'm only ever going to entertain the companies that are offering assets. And I want to see them adding assets. Like I will tell you, this isn't bad mouthing, so I can say this. It's concerning that my Forex funds hasn't tried to tell us, hey, soon you're going to be able to trade these indices or you're going to be able to trade stocks and then we'll add more stocks. Like I want to know that that's coming. I think one thing they could all do better is that communicate with your traders who are funded and let them know what's coming. We work with them. I wouldn't say we work for them. They make money when we make money. So we work with them. Yeah. And when you work with somebody, you should keep them in the loop. They should treat us more like partners. I don't like the word employees, but like business partners, business associates, where they're saying every month we have a fund. Maybe one of them will hear this and take this because I know some of the guys that work at my Forex funds watch my shit. Just an email to funded traders once a month. Hey, thank you for staying funded. Congratulations. Here's the update coming in quarter three. Once a quarter, just yeah. an update for us because I've been funded for how many months? James, you've been funded with FTMO for over a year, almost two years. Do they ever do anything like that to update people? No. You they never know what's coming. Time, time. But okay, uh, they time, could probably do better, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. And like improvements on the back end software are another thing we I think all of them are working towards. They're slow, but that's a big thing. I want to see them making improvements. So show me that the, the user interface is getting easier. Show me yeah. you're getting an app. Show me you're doing stuff like that, you know, not to plug our own thing, but ASFX TV, that's our streaming service where Tom, James, and myself and other full-time traders are trading, and you can come and watch us. I'll put a link in the description if you're not already subscribed. But with that service, we're in the process of getting a TV app, a mobile app, an Android app, all of that stuff. Like, and we tell people we're working on that. So it's like you want to get people excited about the future, not put them in the dark. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's I will, I will I be honest. If FTML are quite good with that. They do have an app and, and they, their dashboard is really, really neat. So yeah. I want to give mean, them props look, for that. that you, you, you do love them. You gave them props in our last video. We talked about that. So we yeah. give them good good praise. But that's because like you, you called them the um, – you said the they Rolls were like – Yeah, Royce. the Rolls Royce. That was what you said. Yeah, yeah like the staple. Yeah, like they're the standard. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. – I would agree with that, it seems, you know. I, I, I agree. I, uh, I go on FTMO's dashboard daily – and I'm not even funded with FTMO, I'm funded with MFF because I think some of the tools that FTMO have got in their dashboard are really yeah. useful. I use them on my coaching calls so much in terms of like the equity simulator and things like that. So I just log into my FTMO account and, and you can sign up for free and use their dashboard. And it's got some great tools. I use it way more than I use more, my Forex one. I've been fun 290 days with MFF and like you say, no emails. Um, well, I can't remember any. So yeah, FTMO. I agree with James on that. De definitely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great point. What about um, time of day? Do you guys know any of the prop firms that are not like every firm that I've seen is doing the same kind of thing where they have a broker close every day for about an hour where prices stop. It's like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Eastern time normally. And then prices resume. And then all these guys, basically, I think so far, except maybe one FTMO style account you can hold over the weekend, but everybody's basically saying close trades over the weekend. How do you guys feel about that? Tom, yeah. you go first. So I think we're really looking at the time zones that we actually trade in. 
being in the UK and James in South Africa, a very similar time zone, that we're lucky that we can trade London and New York. But by the time that that's happening, it's 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night in our time, we're off the desk way before then. So it doesn't really come into play too much for us. On the odd occasion that it has, I have been stung because of it holding in and then spreads widening and the market's closing. And I know you've got your own personal experiences with that. So, um, yeah. It's not too much of a concern for me in the time zone that I'm in, but I can see why it certainly would be in a different one. Yeah. What about you, James? Yeah, for me, not really. Uh, that doesn't really concern me because I'm trading intraday. Um, I do understand maybe if you're a swing trader, but for me, because I'm trading intraday, um, that doesn't really concern me. It's not really like a, a deal break or anything that I really too concerned about. Makes sense. Makes total sense. For me, it's only an issue, like you said, because my time of day, like 5 p.m., 6 p.m., right when New York is closing. Sometimes Bitcoin's moving and I'm looking for a trade going into the overnight and then it just shuts off. So it puts you in a tricky position. Do I want to take the trade and not be able to move my price? And what if it rips in that hour and then you blow your account like I've done with yeah. the weekend trade? So you've got to be careful when the markets are closing. But I think this goes to something you mentioned in another previous video, Tom, just the idea of like, know the rules of the firm that you're joining. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just take a funded challenge and just go at it. Like, study their rules. Understand like my Forex funds has different account types that you can take one of them you're already funded one of them you have to get through challenges ftmo has a swing trading thing like i said be picky do research and like know the rules because then you would you're going to kick yourself and in, in, shoot yourself in the foot by doing something stupid like i am a great example like tom said my story short story is i lost my first funded account because i held a trade over the weekend but i didn't mean to hold a trade over the weekend because i normally never do that i would never put my funded account at risk like that. But what happened was I didn't know the rules and they close at 4.45 instead of 5 p.m. on Fridays when it normally closes at 5 p.m. every other weekday. So I thought I had 15 more minutes. Next thing you know, 4.45 hits and my trade is locked and I can't do anything. And it took off on me on Sunday over the weekend and I lost the funded account because I hit the max daily drawdown. Like it ripped, it was like 6% move over the weekend. So even with my regular position size, it wiped me out to that max drawdown rule. So just me being ignorant, not knowing the rules, shoot yourself in the foot, you know? So you got to give it time. You got to study because this is a serious business. You can, if you treat it like that, you get paid out. If you treat it like it's gambling and like it's a joke, what do you think you're going to get? Right. But a lot of guys do that. Don't they Tom? Yeah. And I like, if I try and frame it a different way is if you were to set up a business with somebody, mm -hmm. you'd want to make sure that you've got everything in place. You trust them. They've got all their paperwork. You're looking for investments. You do your research into their background. What are they going to add to you, to your business? How is this going to make you better? It's exactly the same in this business. You've got to do that with the prop firms. Don't take anybody else's word for anything either. You have to verify everything for yourself. Whether And that's, that goes for everything in trading, whether it's the coach that you're working with, whether it's the strategy you're testing, back testing, you name it. You've got to do it the due diligence for yourself. And it's the same when you, it's come to a funding company. It's no different. You've got to verify it. 100%. 100%. You got anything you want to add on that, James? No. Uh, I think Tom okay. yeah. said that really well. Tom said it well. It, it's it's good to draw like I, another analogy with trading, Tom, just since you made a good one there with the other business. I heard somebody say, and this is not funded related at all, but I guess it can be. It's just trading related. And I think it's the best analogy because you can compare trading to boxing or golf, but they're not great direct comparisons, but surfing is actually a sport that I think is a great comparison. Cause like the ocean never knows you're there. You saw this tweet. Is that why you're smirking? 
no, I just never would have thought of bringing it towards surfing. So I was just interested to see oh, where okay. it goes. So I thought you would have seen this tweet. The tweet said something. going to say you got to guess the wave. You got to choose, or pick the right wave. You got to pick the right wave. So like when surfers go out there, they let waves pass them by because it's like, nah, I missed it. I'm too early. I'm too late. It's I'm, I'm not getting the break right. So you need to pick the right wave. Well, that's your trade. And the whole time, does the ocean ever know that surfers are in the ocean? No, bro. Nah. The ocean is massive. That's the market. The market never even knows what you're doing. It doesn't care what you're doing. We're not Goldman Sachs. So if you picture yourself as that surfer trying to pick the perfect wave, it helps you understand, I'm not trying to become a market maker, but I'm trying to pick my winning spots. And I think that's the, the right mindset shift to be in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty good yeah, analogy, right? Yeah, yeah like that it. makes sense. I got I didn't it. pull it out of my ass that bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, this has been good, boys. I think we can wrap this here. So, everybody, we appreciate you watching. If you have any questions that we didn't cover, we talked about a lot, and we name-dropped a lot of companies. So, you guys have plenty of information here to go do some research. But if we didn't cover something, put it in the comments. Hit us up on Discord. Hit us up on Instagram. You can connect with me and the boys with the links in the description. Make sure you sign up for ASFX TV so you can come watch us trade live. So you don't just hear us talking the motivational stuff, talking the experience stuff. Come see us do it live. We're very proud of what we do and the way that we trade. We'd love to share that with you. You'll make money with us. If we find trades, you trade them with us, we're going to make money. You'll cover your cost. So it's a, a beautiful service at ASFX TV. So the link for that is in the description. You get a free trial, the whole thing. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you subscribe. We'll see you guys in the next video. Boys, thank you very much. I'll see y'all soon.